I am saying it. Psychiatric medication should never, ever be the first course of treatment in a child's developing brain. There are other options. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're going to be talking about alternatives to medications. Yeah, there are some that you need to know about. So let's dive in. So we're going to talk about something that many parents want to talk to me about and they seek advice. And it's something that's near and dear to my heart and drives all of my work. And it's really why you shouldn't medicate your child with ADHD or really even medication at all. But let's really dive into that because there's some information that you may not know. So number one, something we don't talk about. We think ADD medications are very safe when the research says that 100% of the time, your child will have a side effect, 100%. And that list of side effects can be what's perceived as mild, right? So the top three side effects are irritability, sleep problems, and restricted eating. If you're not sleeping and you're not eating, what's going to happen to your brain? Your brain is not going to be working like a Ferrari. It's going to be working like a 1992 Hyundai, despite you jacking it up with stimulants. We really got to get the brain working optimally. And even though you may initially have some benefits, potentially, from the psychostimulants, the long-term research says you're going to have one of these side effects. There are many others, including psychosis, which nobody always wants to, they all want to say it's rare. I mean, how come I've seen dozens of kids with psychosis from psychostimulants? It happens. We just aren't talking about it. But restrictive eating, sleep problems, and irritability, wow, this is a trifecta that is nothing but trouble. This is not going to enhance brain functioning. It's not going to improve behavior. What ADD stimulant medication is like, right, for a brain is understimulated, it's like tying your foot on the gas pedal and just saying go, and you don't have a lot of control. If you're not coming in with new learning, what are they doing differently? And it's often why parents get very frustrated. So has side effects 100% of the time. Some of them are perceived as mild and some of them could be as severe as psychosis and cardiac problems and seizure and other things. Look at the insert people. Google the medication before you start. And some of these medications are contraindicative for other conditions, which is my second reason why you shouldn't medicate your kid with ADHD is they're often diagnosed incorrectly. So 50% of the time when I do a QEG brain map, the person's primary diagnosis is not ADD. In fact, they might not have an ADD brain at all. They have attention deficits that result from another primary condition. I have a great blog on this. There's a podcast on this. You know, what else could it be? So it could be learning disabilities. It could be kids with dyslexia. My gosh, they're always diagnosed with ADD. (laughs) You know, they have executive functioning issues. It doesn't mean they have ADD. They could be autism, another common one. Head injuries, birth traumas, physical, emotional trauma. 
There are so many things it could be. And ADD, when we're just filling out rating scales, which are only 48 to 54% effective in diagnosing in comparison to a brain map, which is 89% effective, we really run a very high risk of being misdiagnosed. All of a sudden, in the pandemic, people had no history of focus problems think they have ADHD. Could it be stress? <laughs> Could it be that you were working from home, managing your kids, and you were a full-time sous chef? Yes. Okay. There's so many other reasons. And so we shouldn't just jump. Like we give out ADD medication like it's Pez. It's so easy to get medication because people think because it washes out of the system that there's not a possibility of harming the brain. And the third reason that we don't want to jump to ADD medications is psychostimulants can hurt the brain. We know through research that it actually can create structural changes in the brain, that these changes can be associated with long-term negative behaviors. How scary is that? Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to 13ALERTMORE to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to 13ALERTMORE. You're like giving out this candy, this medication by a trusted physician and often a pediatrician who has very little training in children's mental health. And you're like, take it, it's safe. And you actually have long-term damage in your brain. We know that many psychiatric medications with long-term usage shrinks the frontal lobes. That's where it's supposed to be helping. So they're not as safe as you think. And then fourth reason is holistic therapies are effective. So you just are, hopefully you're here because you realize as much as we celebrate our kids' strengths and weaknesses, they also have to live in the real world. They have to do well enough in school to absorb so that they can be independent. They have to not beat the crap out of their sister and get along with the entire family. And they have to be able to be in a family unit without conflict and get along with others in general. That's the real world. You're here because something is going amiss and your parent gut is like, whoa, or you already have a clinical diagnosis, but you know what you're doing isn't working. You're opening your mind. And I use the word holistic therapies. We shouldn't be grouping things like nutrition, supplements, right? And how exciting we're coming out with our own supplement line called Neurotastic. Be on the lookout for that because I really wanted to produce my own formulas for families that are easier for our kiddos to use. 
and are great. So with all the different ones that I recommend, but there's all these wonderful holistic therapies. I could go on and on craniosacral, occupational therapy, neurofeedback, PMF, different types of psychotherapy. Psychotherapy is awesome when it's the right fit. These are effective. We should never take a developing brain and start with medication. We should always start with safe therapies. You want to call them natural. And what does the research show us? The research shows us, you know, that one third of kids with ADD are low in essential fatty acids, which are fish oil, and do dramatically better with putting pharmaceutical grade fish oils in their brain. How about that? Why have you heard about that? Couldn't that be a lot better? They got it at Costco for crying out loud. So that's important. And then lastly, the fifth reason why is you need to look at psychotherapy and coaching, whether it's, again, for your child, right? Doing behavioral therapy, play therapy, somatic therapy, which we're a big fan of. We also do EFT tapping, whatever it is. And you need to also look at parent coaching. Our kids come out the way they come out and we need help. So, you know, you got a little kid who's a curmudgeon who's maybe not listening, who's always glass half empty and the whole rest of the family is a glass half full. This is hard. Why not get the right words to say, the right ways to reinforce the behaviors? And it is normal to feel frustrated and annoyed, but you got to keep it together. And you got to find a way that they, you can talk to them so they'll hear you. I mean, that's just so important. And there are many hacks. And they start with understanding the brain. So if you are sick and tired of being on medication, if you are considering another way, find a provider who can help you. Um, never stop your medication without help from a prescribing physician, number one. I don't care what kind of medication you're on. But there are so many of us in the world who are there to guide you in a different way. And please know that it all starts with parenting. It doesn't mean you cause this. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is your parenting tweaks can help to get your child right to help their strengths and really help them to celebrate their brain, understand their neurodiversity, really embrace it. Because these are not things we should ever be ashamed of, whatever reason why your kid is struggling with focus. Yes, I know there's a real world and it's hard, but there's so much more we can do besides medication. And I just wanted to open that conversation for you and help you to see that maybe adding a supplement for focus is going to be dramatic for your child. You're not going to know until you try and you really go to evidence-based approaches and you really, really, really stick with it. So if you're making a behavioral change, you got to stick with it. I talk about doing it for 30 days. Don't do it for a week and give up. It's 30-day minimum. So hope this is opening your mind and creating positive change for you and your family. It's all about the right treatment at the right time in the right order. That's what a lot of my work is. And if you're interested in learning more about holistic therapies and alternatives to medication, you can certainly continue to listen as well as get my book, It's Gonna Be Okay. And you can go to itsgonnabeok.com or drrosanne.com to learn more about what you can do and how much power you have as a parent.
You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 